0: what's cracking everybody
1: <laughs> <laughs> and welcome
0: once again to the episode 199 of the good Kraken podcast i am your host this evening garrick b eaton aka vermilion beard aka deva's little cherry blossom and i am joined by some folks this evening starting with our very own shrine that resides in the ocean Oh, what's up? Ernell <laughs> Pearson. Hey,
2: Shark Daddy for Press 2023. What's happening, babies? What's, what's going on, fellas? Oh, how, you, how you doing, baby? Uh, you know, I've been waiting a fucking long time to be talking about this. My guy, it's been it's been since January. I've just been aching to, to just let the weight fall off my shoulders. And tonight is finally the night that we get to do so. Unfortunately, I am at the tail end of a little bit of a cold thing i got going on here you know what i'm saying got going on got here and it's, it's not the usual Dude, i'm still ice.
1: coughing from cold no it's got
2: the right. sniffles my tummy hurts you know stuff going around I, I got some sniffy sniffs i got a little bit of a, of a tingly throat thing that's giving me some coffee coughs um but i got some cough drops they got some medicine that i banged down earlier you know what i'm saying um but you know what yeah. i'm i'm here i wouldn't miss this for the fucking world because this oh, yeah. i am so excited oh, dude, to talk tonight's about gonna, this be oh, this it's gonna be a good Oh, this is gonna be so one. much fun i to be a great one man gary what about you mm. how are you doing mm. uh
0: good this week's kind of gotten off to a little bit of a weird start it's just i don't know it's just like you know like what you ever have start a week and you're like the vibes off like you wake up on that monday and you're like hmm 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 and, uh i'm still figuring out i'm still figuring out what's wrong uh in my little personal universe but uh other than that so far everything's have gone pretty okay but the vibe's still uh, a little Sussy uh for some reason around around these parts uh but we're busy man but other than that um i'm i'm pretty good
2: all right, I like that. I love that for you. Nice mm-hmm. nice 40 degrees you were telling me about earlier on. Uh, <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, man. It's 40, 40 degrees out today. Like I was saying, I drove home with like the window it's down. It's cold, oh. dude
2: oh dude,
0: no, I dude was that's just, warm I was that's warm
2: for him he, yeah dude comes, like, <laughs> i had my
0: arm out the window and everything and 40 degrees dude it's been 20 Gar- 20 Gar- below here garrett Garret comes
2: 53, 53 right jesus right christ garrett garrett comes into the chat and he goes man this weather is so much nice it's so much warmer here good old <laughs> 40 degrees and <laughs> i was like I was like eight degrees above freezing bro <laughs>
0: Not dude, I was enthusiastic. <coughs> that four zero means something to me. Like, Ooh. like, are you kidding me? Like when it was just above freezing, I was fucking stoked. But uh, but Mister Fifty Three fucking degrees over here were also, dude, it, dude it joined was... by.
2: Yeah, <laughs> but him, said,
0: Jesus, baby. let me do my let me do my thing. My fault. Did
2: I didn't know you were? I didn't know your segue. Hey, I didn't know you That was a good segue. Uh, it, it, it was a good segue.
1: It was segway. a good segue. Great segue. I I I just you missed y- it. Y- it was y- so good. Up, I missed it. it. Shut the foot. Fu- no,
0: shut the fuck up. Let me talk. Anyways, that kid that I still keep wondering why the hell who invited this kid, uh, Mister DJ Syntax. Hello.
2: <laughs> there we go I, I got you dj i got oh, you jesus christ
1: what's <laughs> happening baby how you doing oh okay no i had to find the key i threw it away uh, threw it away. My, uh, uh so uh i'm doing okay uh i started this week pretty bad <laughs> right. like like sunday dude i woke up dude the existential dread was like immense
0: wait 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 wait, wait wait you start your week you started no 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 no
1: no, no, I'm when saying start I, ended on a Monday. A, no, I ended Sunday, <laughs> and it carried over into Monday. The existential dread came over okay. into Monday. Okay, that's how sure, I started sure. my week. Sure. Sure. I'll accept okay. that. Okay. okay. Moved into it. But uh, I, I've regained some of my mental fortitude and integrity back, so <laughs> I'm okay now. Uh, <laughs> yes, of, uh, course. of course. As one will. Uh, no, like, you know, seriously, it, was, it sucked. I, I didn't even want to leave my bed. Like, I, I stayed <laughs> up, like till six in the morning and I, I i would sleep in and i would just not leave i would did not want to leave my bed at all um not to be like that man but, but i followed that up with some good news uh yesterday i found out uh an old friend group of mine that i used to talk to and i uh, disassociated from them because of one person that they've that uh i don't like personally <laughs> we have personal beef but Fair i enough. didn't think it would like uh it's not something like that would permeate through the rest of the group. I just felt uncomfortable being around the guy. Apparently, they the, one of the my old friends, like, they hit me up. They're like, hey, uh, if you want to come back and join us, uh, we kicked that dummy out. Uh, he left because uh, he left the bad taste in all of our mouths. And that felt validating because that guy is an asshole. Shout out to you if you're ever listening. Uh, <laughs> fuck that guy. Fuck um, that guy, right? No, no for, fuck that guy for real. Uh, the fact that he made uh, those people who were close to him Uh, make him seem like the asshole it's just not cool and uh, uh, I got great we had some great news through the crack boys Uh, rest in peace your stream career bozo uh,
2: <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll get into that another time. We'll get anyone's <laughs> gonna watch it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's okay. We'll we'll follow through no, on we'll that, that. That's that's a much deeper and much deeper conversation. But uh,
0: approach, right? yeah, we're not talking about that fucking yeah. bozo. This is a good fucking podcast. <laughs> yeah. right. Your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news, reviews, and discussions that you, you. want to hear live every Tuesday at seven p.m. and Saturday at. 12 p.m. West Coast, Best Coast time, baby. If you're riding this way, you can head over to our Discord channel where you can uh, submit questions and topics to the show, get exclusive post-co content. Is, know, it, was, just, it was
1: so smooth. It was so you're smooth. you right there. You're working I, on it. It's a no, game. it was yeah, so smooth. If you just kept going, I thought you did it on purpose. Like, there's <laughs> a period. Oh, show it.
0: content, and have early access to episodes before they go live on podcast and video services across the digital y- sea
1: yeah.
0: But if you've emptied your pockets for the latest and greatest in entertainment, that is totally fine because you can watch us record this show live right here at twitch.tv forward slash good cracking show. Show, show, And if you have Amazon Prime, you also have Twitch Prime. Prime. Tell them, DJ. Prime Gaming. Let's go. I mean, you got that Prime Gaming, baby, and we would love for you to give that to us. To help us keep a push now content for all you listening and watching at home but you can also support us by going over to our youtube channel clicking that beautiful bell and big red button ding, 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 ding. or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching good kraken with an exclamation point and exclamation. leaving a review there
1: the number one podcast <sighs> in istanbul <laughs> DJ, what's up garrick
0: we have some captain's orders Oh, we do. Oh. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, everybody
0: should go join our Discord and let us know what sort of content they want to see from the future of gk we are uh in the big in the midst of shaping up and doing some pretty crazy and big things for you guys uh here in early 2023 our timeline has been off because uh only fans coming soon.
2: life happens because my but uh, uh, we
0: have some I'm amazing alive. amazing things happening and uh we're really excited to do that, but on top of that, we want everybody and all of you guys, new, old, everybody coming in, to tell us what sort of content you would like to see going us in Kraken year three. Yeah, three. Three.
2: three. three. Now, <laughs>
0: we are going to be heading into our uh, first and only segment this evening, and, uh, Ernell, why don't you tell everybody what that is? Oh, I'll
2: fucking tell you, B. I'll tell you, you better protect your neck. <laughs> 'Cause we're moving to the <laughs> I didn't think that as dramatic as I possibly I don't, could. You know I don't. I mean. did you I poop? poop? I like that. I did. I did poop. I pooped twice, actually. Uh, there was the first poop that was, was... was actually more of a fart than it was a poop. But then there was the actual poop where everything came out at once. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm sick. And that's how that happens.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is how that goes. Yeah, yeah. I completely yes, yes, yes,
2: understand. Yeah, yeah, very much so.
0: uh, but we're not talking about that because actually, our main topic for this evening is we are finally, finally getting to review season one of HBO Max's adaptation of Let's The Last of Us.
2: Fucking. Go! I'm so excited about this. Garrett, tell them about it.
0: Woo! This one, uh, fucking, it was a good one. We're gonna get into it. This was released January 15th of this year. Ran for nine episodes. It was produced by Craig Mazin and Neil Druckmann, and produced at a about me a budget of around 100 million dollars uh the run times for the episodes were all over the place from anything from 43 minutes to a whole film at a hour and 21 minutes <laughs> god damn baby
2: god damn that first yeah. episode
0: Love uh, every minute of that it. first episode dude uh but insane. they really do try to make the most uh, of all their run times which is why they vary so much Absolutely. Uh, there's some interesting stories to tell and some other interesting things we're going to be getting into are some fun facts uh, about the production and the game uh, about uh, The Last of Us, Naughty Dogs, us HBO, and etc. All right, so... On March 6, in 2014, Sony Pictures actually announced that Screen Gems would distribute a film adaptation of The Last of Us, uh, which was released in 2013, written by Neil Druckmann and produced by Sam Raimi. Mm. By January 2015, Druckmann had written the script's second draft and performed a read-through with some actors. Very little work occurred following this, as Druckmann stated that in April 2016, the film had entered development hell in november 2016 Raimi stated that the film is at a standstill after sony had a disagreement with druckman actress uh <clears throat> excuse me Maisie williams expressed enthusiasm about playing ellie and was in the talks with both Druckmann and Raby to take the role in march of 2020 development for the adaptation was restarted as a television series by sony pictures television
2: and hbo Fucking! Thank God that did not happen. Thank God, <laughs> thank God. Like, listen, I love me some Sam Raimi. That is not who should have been on this.
0: <laughs> thank fucking yeah, God. Yeah, that wasn't the right call. I'm glad it went the direction it ended up going. And I actually think giving it a series rather than a film really allowed it to breathe. Uh, and like, even sometimes there were moments where that wasn't like quite enough, right? And we'll get into that a little yeah, bit later yes, too. Yes, absolutely. <clears throat> right um where we kind of wanted more but there was like but i'm so glad it just got out of development hell and that this ended up getting released at all like it's Mm. it's been an incredible viewing experience uh it just it is even if like you like regardless of your opinions on the show this is this was very much a like a cultural zeitgeist sort of moment last of us three time man damn boop three in a row those motherfuckers they're just Dude. knocking it out of the park right <laughs> yeah. so uh like every time like they they do anything like it's it's become massive but moving on with some more fun facts five actors for the from the games excuse me appeared in the tv series uh Mer- Ooh. merle Merle. Merle okay I wanted to make sure I pronounced that right I was like that E at the end threw me off no worries. fucking phonetics uh Merle Merle Danbridge reprises her role from the video games as Marlene and was the first to be announced Ashley Johnson who plays Ellie Williams in both games played Anna in the series Troy Baker who played Joel Miller in the both games played James a secondary character that was both in the original game that is a member of the survivor group run by David <clears throat> Jeffrey Pierce, who played Joel's brother Tommy, uh, he was in as Perry, uh, a new and original character. Uh, and Laura Bailey made a cameo uh, in the first season finale as a Firefly nurse, originally named Carrie. She originally she originated in the first game prior to portrayal of Abby in sequels.
2: Yeah.
0: Do you guys? Do you guys feel like uh, they got everybody that they that they needed to kind of get in, like cameo wise? And did everybody get did a, get a cameo that d- like did them justice?
2: Um. Uh, d- so first question: do, do do I feel like everyone that needed to get a cameo got a cameo? Uh, yes, I, I feel like the, all the necessary folks that are like the sort mm-hmm. of centerpiece of the Last of Us, absolutely. Um. Did they all get the role that they might have should have? Um I am I, kind of 50/50 on that. I I feel I feel like yeah, I feel like everyone kind of got a role that was fit for them because like all like I mean Troy and <laughs> Troy and Merle and good old um uh Ashley Johnson, excuse me, I had a brain fart there for a second. All fucking killed their roles. Mm-hmm. They killed their fucking yeah, roles I would this, agree. In, in, in this show. Like, they, even though like Troy, for example, who plays sort of like a secondary character, he fucking nailed that character. So like, yeah, yeah. and I, I mean, like, uh, sure, I, I would have maybe wanted to see Troy as more of an elevated, more main focus character. But he looks like he had the fucking time of his life doing what he was doing. That I guess that's all that matters.
0: Hmm. Sure. Yeah, but as like a person who hasn't played the game, I wanted to make sure you know, like if, if everybody, because like Marlene played Marlene, right? Yes, And correct. Which was that the only person to come back as their actual character? Correct. Yeah, I believe.
2: Yeah, yeah. oh,
0: yeah. that that that's interesting in and of itself.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean nobody but else is on? gonna be
2: able to play Marlene as well as her though. I mean like she
1: like yeah, I <laughs> she knows it yeah it, she's she's one of those she characters. is Marlene. Like her character is her, like she is Marlene. Yeah. Yeah like hundred like, percent through and through.
2: Excellent. It's like Excellent. when Jack Black as Hancock instead of Will Smith, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs>
0: interesting comparison john hannah's narration in the opening mentions that fungal cures and vaccines are non-existent and that it's not even possible to actually make them while the cure one is inaccurate for vaccines this is very much the case as professor near argao who co-edited the Oxford Textbook of meta- Medical Mycology, The Study of Fungi. He notes that this is in part due to the fact that fungi are extremely complicated in immune response. His observation that global warming can lead to the spread of deadly fungi worldwide is accurate
2: for... Sch, motherfucker. Who's... Batrachokytrium. Batrachokytrium. Tro- ko- 케- tro- <laughs> tr- <But> there <laughs> you go but that that word (laughs) i
0: should have i would have been fine if i would have pre-read but i didn't fuck me (laughs) Uh, which was ravish which has ravaged several amphibian species since the 70s sometimes to extinction fungi do form underground networks between hosts that are used to transfer nutrients all of that It's terrifying.
2: (laughs) Well, that's why I like me and Marilyn watched this show together like every single week. And I was like when the first episode got done, I was kind of like, just let you know, like this is a legit fucking thing. Like this is something like theoretically could fucking happen. It could happen.
0: Scientifically Um, plausible.
2: Yes. And that's what made the game actually fucking horrifying is the fact that like, yeah, I mean, like in some weird alternate universe, this could actually fucking happen and we'd all be fucked. 100% so don't eat cake I guess the long story short is don't eat bread
1: products and you'll be fine yep, no
0: pancakes, cereal, none of that fuck mm-hmm. that
1: None of it. Anyway. So I'm I'm letting that thing take me out. I'm not surviving. <laughs> DJ's that
2: dude who like sees the like. Uh, it, how, how, what would you do if this was happening? And DJ's like, how you How do y'all it have the will to I live, just, bro? Just, die. <laughs> just, die. just. Die, what do you bro? want me
1: to it's... do? That is that is a celestial level threat in the horizon.
2: <laughs> you want me to handle
1: that? Threat. You want me to handle that? Yeah, absolutely, no. dude. What would you do? You don't know I mean? What would you do? Uh, I guess no. I'm, I'm him. I'm him Jones. I'm him Duncan. I'm yes. ready to go take that thing on.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: absolutely, dude. Absolutely, Greg, What wow. else do we got? Wow,
0: um, a lot of potential choices, uh, for for Mister for Mister Joel's character, including Matthew McConaughey, Mahershal Ali, Hugh Jackman. Michael Fassbender, John Bernthal, Gerard Butler, Josh Brolin, John Hamm, David Harbor, Keanu Reeves, Chris Hemsworth, Harrison Ford, Tom Hardy, and Joel Egerton. None of them, none of them (laughs) could have done the job that Daddy Pedro did. As Joel, but damn,
2: there there were a lot of considerations for the character. The the fun part too yeah. is they were either considered or already auditioned for the role. Who yeah.
1: each one, whether they auditioned or not, I have no fucking clue. DJ, what's up? Besides, uh, like uh, for the people on this list, who do you think would play if if Pedro Pascal didn't exist? Like, right? who
0: on the list would do the who, next? Who is next the job? most
1: qualified? I, I I would kind of like to see a John Burnthal type of joy. Keanu Reeves. But yeah,
2: I'd, I'm thinking you're my daughter.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um John Burnthal, yeah. hundred percent. John Burnthal or, Bernthal, or mm, I think I feel like Josh Brolin might kill that low key. I mean Hugh Jackman did this in a movie already. It's Logan he did this he he, really, he. did this movie i actually right. <laughs> think
0: david harper could do a good job too david harper he's could. definitely got like the rugged dad sort of chops and if you got you guys haven't seen violent night like he's got some he's got some cho he could do it oh, he yeah, can absolutely. pull off the violent at the violent edge but like i don't know like none of these actors here are bad
1: they're not bad. bad. None of them. None of them. None oh, of them. good choices. Really great actors. Like it's fucking, just, I don't see anyone else embodying Joel. Fucking like how Paige. John Ham. Being. John Ham. Are you fucking kidding me?
2: I think he's a dude, legend. Dude, I think Matthew
0: McConaughey is an interesting choice. <laughs> all right. All right. All
1: right.
2: He's just not <laughs> a jaguar. No, just... know, he's like,
1: Tell me the truth. And then (laughs) all right. (laughs) All right. right, right. (laughs) Did did you actually
2: do it? He's like, all right, okay.
1: (laughs) Anyway, we got
2: one more here, Garrick. (laughs) Yeah, we do.
0: Cause next we have all of the considerations for the character of Bella Ramsey, including but not limited to Daphne Keith, Caitlin Deaver. Maisie Williams, Thomason McKenzie, El- Eliza Scanlan, Isabella Vidovic, yeah, yes. good job, Uh Bob. Bailey Madison, Nico Parker, Ellie Fanning, good job, me. Ella, <laughs> Julia Butters, and McKenna Grace were all considered for the role or auditioned for Ellie Williams before Bella Ramsey was cast.
2: Ellie Fanning as that role. Hmm. I know Maisie, Maisie Williams was the closest that we got outside of mm-hmm. good old Bella Ramsey. Maisie Williams, I think, probably would have killed this role, too, because um, she she's fucking
1: yeah. impeccable in Game of Thrones and like Pretty everything else she's done
2: since has been.
1: But a lot amazing. of people were doubting Bella Ramsey. Like they're like, oh, well, we don't know. Like,
2: yeah, you know, I mean, I like, because they they've only ever seen her in like maybe one other thing, and that was Game of Thrones as a like mm-hmm. C character in the show. Like, she's mm-hmm. in maybe five parts of the entire show. So yeah, I mean, she they're they're gonna have some like it. you know discrepancies within like feel some kind of way about it. But she, listen, we're gonna get into it. She fucking nailed mm-hmm. this role. So I don't care what anybody fucking says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Either already way. goat, the goat.
0: Hell yeah. Uh, honestly, I don't i haven't played the game but outside of like the original actor who like which was really funny i gotta say because like i said i haven't played the game and i wasn't familiar with who ashley johnson was and i'm sitting there and uh and like we're watching the the final episode and i go oh damn they get a they had a Good fucking job, casting whoever the fuck they did for Ellie's mom. Like fucking Google twenty five yeah. minutes, like you know, at the end of the episode, and I was like, ah,
2: that yeah. makes sense. Well, it was funny. It was funny too because she, her voice is Ellie as well. Is, She's is not just Ellie. a character actor; she is Ellie. Yeah. So like when I heard her voice, I was like, <gasps> like, did like, the immediate click. Yeah. But then when I saw her, I was getting this weird fucking like existential moment where i was like oh my god like it makes sense because she also looks ellie like ellie yeah like she, with you know, her
1: hair like that she real. looks like ellie from the game and the, yeah yes. no
0: it was yeah it was it was, she, it was a good i was just like yeah great that was a great use of her character 100 percent. like in mm-hmm. the show like, like yeah like yes, perfect because perfect because,
2: because she is the character model for ellie in the game mm-hmm. but troy baker is not the character model for joel so like that's right. what's interesting there, right? So like they can't they couldn't just throw Joel in as Tommy, for example, especially considering that they made Joel and Tommy in the show um South American of some kind. Uh Central South American, one of the two. Um mm-hmm. more more specifically, probably Texan in that case, right? So Mexican American is something of the sort. So mm-hmm. it wouldn't have made sense to have Troy play as something that was a little bit more closely related to you know, Joel or Tommy in that sense, but having Ashley play as Ellie's mom was such a clever idea because it's, it's listen and that that's as far as we are going to go into fucking spoilers. But again, they fucking nailed this man. <laughs> and I'm sure now was probably a good time for us to kind of dive into here. Garrick. What what do we got next?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cause that wraps up all of our little fun facts about this show. Uh, uh, let us know in the chat. If you got some many even some other interesting one that we missed, uh, but we're going to be diving into our individual top level thoughts on the entire season yes of The Last of
1: Us. DJ, start us off. Um yeah, dude, this this show is incredible. This is a masterpiece. This deserves to be in a museum. Like oh. this is the greatest. The greatest video game to tv series slash movie adaptation that we will ever see in our entire lives quote me on that like that in our entire lives this will be the greatest video game adaptation to another medium we'll ever see because this is truly cinema like cinematography wise it is breathtaking of course neil Druckmann behind the story and with craig mazin who, who did chernobyl and like some parody scary movies like (laughs) he's fuck they kill it they both kill it on this and and of course the acting the writing like the dialogue between these characters you know some scenes are just one of one to the game because the, the the those scenes in the game are that good and uh the changes that they made it's just so everything about this show is just so perfect there's like not a single blemish or a single uh, thing you could like really critique. Like the only thing you could really t- critique is if you try to like really nitpick and, and, and like really try to find something. But really this, this show is a 10 out of 10, 11 out of 10. If we could give it an 11 out of 10, it would be it would, this, this trumps every other show I've watched uh, in all my life. <laughs> God, damn. God damn! He, he just got all was like, DJ
0: just bold statements right out of the gate like he's got it. I love it. He's Don. got some feelings. I love it, man. <laughs> about the last of us. Uh do you is it, do
1: you have anything else to add, DJ? Or is that or is that yeah, kind of tied off? you have not watched it. Go grab you a HBO Max subscription or steal one from your friend or something. Find some way to f- watch this show because I feel like um you you have to be on the train. At least watch it before the next season comes out because um it is greenlit for a season 2. Um, it hasn't been in production yet, but it has been greenlit. Some people were uh, rep- uh, Bella Ramsey already confirmed to be reprising her role as um, as Ellie in uh, the next season. Um, this this is masterful. I mean, I know some people were waiting for the finale to binge it all the way through, but like mm. folks like me, we waited every Sunday. is one of the things I was looking forward to, and it, it's just so good. I, 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 it is left me speechless at times. I've cried, Um, uh, just it fills you up with so much emotion, and um just Neil Druckmann, like struck gold. Like he, he had the Midas touch when he wrote this fucking thing. Okay, <laughs> when they made this fucking video game, they already struck gold, and they struck gold again, putting in Craig Mazin to help in with the writing and adapting it to television. All the choices they made were so smart and it's so seamless. This is a perfect show. I don't care what you say is a perfect show.
2: All right, dude. (laughs) Fuck yeah, man. All right.
1: Damn, this is DJ's top level
0: thoughts. Or no. What are your thoughts on season one of The Last of
2: Us? Yeah, um, dude, DJ is 100% correct. This show is baffling. At how good it is like this is a fucking masterclass of art like I can't I cannot believe that this that we live in the Lord <laughs> the year of our Lord 2023 and we deserve this no absolutely not we don't deserve how good this fucking show is every single episode is an individual piece of fucking art. That they, that they just delivered us time and time and time again. And I waited. I waited for some episode to come up and I was like, mm, for, for me to have some kind of reaction to every single one, every single goddamn episode I came in. I don't think I've ever cried more to a TV show in my fucking life than I have to this fucking show. In the nine episodes that we got of this fucking show, I cried for, like, seven of them. It was insane. Yeah. Like, like, every single episode had just the most heart-wrenching, beautiful, happy, just destructive moments that, like, like this show is a journey on human emotion in ways that, like, The Walking Dead tried to do. And mo- a, there's a lot of zombie content, zombie content, that tries to travel this distance that the last of us in this one season did what the walking dead tried to do for eight seasons. You know what I mean? And there there's just something to be said about the just class of artistry and beauty that came from this show. D- DJ's right. Neil Druckmann struck fucking gold again, like, how, how he manages to release The Last of Us four different fucking times, and he nails it every single fucking time, is beyond me. But he fucking did it, dude. This show is incredible. It's fucking incredible. I mean, like, hands down has to be one of the best shows I have ever fucking seen in my entire life. Easily has to be one of the best shows that I've ever been made for TV. Period. Point blank
1: fucking period. This Point show blank. is incredible. Period. Uh, I... It- Go ahead, DJ. Dude, it broke records even when, even during, like, the finale broke records even when the Oscars was happening at the same time. Like, for the Super Bowl, they moved it to Friday, like, the Friday before the Super Bowl. But they're like, well, the Oscars coming? Fuck it. We will outperform the Oscars. We're better than them. Dude, and and they did they you did you see the viewership million. too when they did that? Their
2: their highest viewed episode was the episode they moved to Friday for the Super Bowl. Yeah, seventeen yeah. million viewers. Can you fucking yeah. believe that? There's so there's so many people that watched this fucking show and came in ready to fucking
1: pop, dude.
2: Like, and fucking willingly so. That was a crazy
1: episode, too. That was a like wild episode, episode was my guy. That was a wild episode. That, that was a crazy episode as well. But so. And
2: that's and that's the thing is every single episode of this show is just magnificent. I cannot express this enough. Like, if you have not watched the show, if you're not started the show, if you're not finished like we are, um, you need to be. You absolutely fucking need to be. There is no show in humanity that is like this one. Um, there, there's some little tiny things that I'm sure that we can discuss, uh, that are, you know, I think mostly just little tiny gripes that I have as far as, uh, pacing is concerned when it comes to the relationship between Joel and Ellie and the difference in how that's portrayed in a show versus how it is portrayed in a video game. Uh, but 99% of everything else that has to do with the show, fucking magnificent. I cannot... Fucking expressed enough, you need to watch this damn show. Um, I I will I will say the little tiny things really just kind of revolve around Joel and Ellie's relationship and how that progresses throughout the story of the nine episodes. Sometimes it can feel a little bit like, uh, like, would he really feel that way this quickly? But if you like kind of like suspense some disbelief here and just say like this is happening over the course of like two years. And like it's not it's not going as quickly as we think it is, right? Like because mm-hmm. in the episode by episode it feels like, oh, it's just another week. Like they're traveling over the course of some time. It's like a year long right. that this yeah. that this season It's a year longer. long, like like yeah. And anything. so like like keeping that in mind, like two people surviving through the worst fucking experiences that they can possibly have. Because the show didn't show everything. If you played the game, you have a good idea of what they're probably fucking experienced out out in the wild here. Two people that are going through actual hell together are going to get this close together. And Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey have such a chemistry that by the time we got to the final episode and the giraffe scene happens, I don't want to say any more Mm -hmm. than that, there's a moment where... Pedro's just looking, looking at Bella Ramsey and I fucking shed a tear. And I was like, fuck man. They did it, dude. They fucking did it. All the other episodes paid off. They fucking paid off, dude. I can't, I cannot believe it. And then my last little thought here, if episode three does not get you sold on this fucking show, you're heartless you're a heartless fucking bastard <laughs> and you should just give up on watching television altogether because episode three episode is the three best episode of oh, television to have episode. ever been made it's the happy episode. ever been made period and you need to appreciate that god damn the show is perfect neil Druckmann Gar- was right
1: that was the happy episode that was, the, like, happy episode, I, that god god was the happy episode god damn happy he was, was
2: right god damn garrick what are your top level thoughts how do you feel
0: uh first off just wow um so i haven't played either of these games um okay that's not entirely true i haven't finished either of them uh and i didn't get very far uh in the first game and the last of us remastered not part one uh because they are different yes um i think i got about i think i got about to episode two <laughs> sure in terms of like that's about i think where i ended up getting in the game um and then i just put it down just because like it was it was a mechanics thing for me like there was a couple of things with the game i was just like i didn't really like the way they approached uh the story was great and i'm still really interested in it and obviously i was interested in it enough to continue and want to watch the show but fuck I've never been so moved by a TV show before. Uh, like I've never like there is you experience a lot of very, very real human emotions while watching this show. And each episode elicits the response it's trying to get. Like every time, like each episode has like a theme, like it has sort of like a key note or like that key human feature it's like latched on and like and then it, it at by the end of the episode it's really driven that home and you do feel you feel that way with the characters and i think that's what's so pa- powerful about this show is like it is written in such a way that it really does envelop the viewer in like a sense that like you're going through all of this shit with them which is amazing because that's exactly why people loved the game so much yes and just wow uh, th- like I so I I I ended up initially watching this basically on you know like I love post-apocalyptic I'm a huge zombie fan and uh you know if you're gonna go into this show thinking that you're gonna get the Walking Dead you're you're not gonna get that um like the it has a, it has some high action moments but I wouldn't call this an action show. This is a drama. It's not like even ha- it's not even a zombie
2: show, honestly, it's not. No,
0: this is is a post-apocalyptic. Yeah. And yeah, and like it's got it's like and they use an, a type of infected and you know uh you could you can lump it into the zombie genre and it does uh get lumped up there but like it this does definitely have its own take like it, it, it this is very fresh it's not your typical end of the world story uh and it use and when it does use those typical end of the world stories those tropes it uses them to maximum effect in ways that i have never seen other pieces of content do which is why i think this is really really so good and such a great and powerful piece of like television because it takes common tropes that fit into this sort of piece of content and just breaks it down to just the most human fundamentals like it humanizes everything this everything which is why i think is my favorite thing about it is like this show is not a black and white story it literally lives in the gray from start to finish because it's because it's human and i think that's where it's really really successful i absolutely cannot wait for the second season. Uh, This was one of my favorite opening seasons, if not my favorite opening season to any television show Ever. I have never been so compelled to put ma- make sure I am there every Sunday to make sure I am watching. Every Sunday, I've got to be there for that next episode because I want to be part of that conversation. I want to be able to process that episode and then I want to be able to watch it several more times and cry.
2: Um yes, absolutely. Every single time. Every single time. Right? <laughs> like, I maybe cried like how many episode times, three. How many times like... have you watched episode three? Oh, I cried it like probably four times.
1: Dude. <laughs> like, right? like, I've seen episode
0: three at least three different times already. At, dude,
1: At this point, every time a new episode comes out, I will literally like the next week, like before the uh, before the next episode came out, I would watch people's reaction to yeah. that episode yeah. that would just watch yeah. i would that's yeah. what and i would put do. yourself and in the really- plan
0: like the right yeah like, i gotta get in the headset for t tonight right <laughs> yep. like, yeah let's yeah. get ready yeah. to fucking feel some shit <laughs> and uh you do every single episode uh from start to finish there was only one episode in the entire season that like off put me at all and that's just because it was Pivotally in Portland, but so starkly slow where they ended up putting it in the season that it jostled me personally a lot. And I but that was the one and only episode and the episode still was so fucking
2: good. It It just felt a little just the left behind left behind yeah i kind of thought so yeah yeah Yeah, 100 percent.
0: yeah and like the episode which was in like i love the episode like and it's good and you can tell why it's important because it that episode is so important to the finale in my opinion yeah right like it's like it's it's like it's it's the like it's so important to the finale uh but like it just I understand why it needed to go there because it filled in a lapse of time that would have been very difficult for them to fill in without extra episodes Mm -hmm. um and so this is that was their approach and it worked uh but it just it felt a little disjointed in its pacing and story approach compared to the rest of the season for me but aside from that uh, and like even that it didn't mar anything like I'm still gonna like, I am so fucking ready to rewatch this show with my wife because she oh, dude, she was
1: going to have a blast, dude. <laughs>
0: it, d- she was an avid avid Walking Dead fan, like all the way up until uh, oh, Carl she's died. The- have her world <laughs> rocked, <laughs> right? And I was, rocked. I, was, I was like, this is going to be so much like this is going to be so much better of an experience. And like, I haven't told her anything. Like, I like I just like watched the it's like she'll come down well, like when me and storm are watching it on sunday nights and i'm just sitting there like i pause the episode just
2: fucking <laughs>
0: are
2: you okay <laughs> I'm, I'm fine well and you're in you're right you're right on the dot too because as as someone who has been a dedicated walking dead fan to the very bitter end uh i just recently finally got the chance to watch the finale um this this like I said before. This show is everything the Walking Dead wishes it could have been. Period. Yeah. Like, I like agree. this this does Walking Dead better than the Walking Dead ever fucking could have been. This is this is some level of elevated like kiss from God that like we could not have like ever been prepared yeah. for. DJ, what's up?
1: Um, uh, you know, I think the Walking Dead could have been. As good as The Last of Us, if they took a second to look at our ads.
2: this piece of good cracking content is brought to you by glide mouse pads the world is changing and the demand for pc gaming and work from home setups has never been as wild as it is right now having the best of the best in pc accessories only makes it easier to get your work done before you jump right back in to the fray of the digital sea and glide knows exactly how to make that happen for you Glide MousePads is the future industry leader in Mouse Pads, offering beautiful, smooth, waterproof products made with eco-friendly materials and non-slip rubber in a variety of sizes that are guaranteed to help you get that next win. I've got one of these bad boys in my office at work. I've got one here at my desk right now. Devin's got one. Xander's got one. This bad boy is silky smooth, silkier and smoothier than even the silkiest of smoothiest of smoothies or soy milk or what have you. <laughs> You can go to glidemousepads.com right now and use code Kraken for 15% off the Founders Edition mousepad in every size available. Again, that's code K R A K E N Kraken CRAKEN, for 15% off any Founders Edition mousepad. Today. Our next sponsor is Rogue Energy. Late nights are pretty much commonplace for all content creators, and anyone here at GK can attest that late nights are kind of our only nights. (laughs) Luckily for us, though, Rogue has figured out exactly how to give those late nights and even earlier mornings the supercharge that we all need. Rogue Energy is a low calorie, no sugar energy formula that is the perfect alternative to sugar filled canned energy drinks and sodas. Every formula rolls energy produces is designed with optimal levels of high quality ingredients and no chalky textures again we don't want that we don't want that being the only gaming drink company in the world with four unique product lines to suit your task at hand rogue energy strives to improve the in-game performance of gamers streamers and content creators around the world now i know that we've been riding this train for a long time you might be tired of us talking about this. You might not be tired of us. You might want to just support us anyways. And you know what? For those that do support us, we love you. But the best way to support us right now is to grab yourself a big old cup of Joe. When I say Joe, I mean this rogue energy stuff. I am you waking up first thing in the morning with a big old shit to get a big old shit. <laughs> oh, wow. You grabbed a rogue energy cup. Okay, you dip that bad, you just scoop that bad boy right on there. Give that bad boy shaky daky you know what I'm saying? And then you're out the dang door. Okay, you need this beverage in your life. I cannot express that enough. You can head on over to RogueEnergy.com and use code GKraken for 10% off any purchase of shaker or formula tub of your choosing. That's G K R A K E N for 10% off any shaker or formula tub that you would like. Now, back to the episode.
0: Well, come back to the episode. <laughs> well, come. <laughs> come. We are reviewing The Last of Us Season 1. And uh, you know what? We've given our top level thoughts. We've discussed some fun facts. Uh, but we have a couple of different perspectives uh that we we all got to kind of look at the show from uh and one thing that i kind of wanted to ask about which we will of course be keeping spoiler free uh so this might be a little bit of a hard question for you or now but i would like you uh if you could how do you think they handled uh the changes they made
2: from the game versus the show Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think they handled the changes with a lot of grace. Um, I, I know that's something we talked about before with uh, things like book to movie adaptations that we understand that there is a level of information that is not needed in different mediums. Um, and television slash movies is one of those mediums that you have to kind of trim some fat. Uh, And in this case, there were some changes, not just to extra story, extra lore, things like that, but just generally to uh, little things like the... Um, uh, the zombies quote unquote, uh, just for lack of better terminology here, uh, the cordyceps, I guess you could say, um, the, uh, the changes there, as far as like the spores are now in- instead of spores, they have tendrils, uh, I think was a very, very clever uh way to do that because that is something that they could use in the future in say the last of us part three, um, that could be something that they they use later on, which would actually be extremely dope because that idea itself was horrifying. I mean, like, I, I honestly 100% yeah, felt like the tendrils idea of, oh, like the fungi are all connected and they can sense you're there and send other cordyceps to come after you if they sense you're th- that you're there is way more horrifying than the spores because the spore situation, they're just wearing gas masks for a majority of the game. And so, like, any, anywhere that has spores, they just put on gas masks. Oh, problem solved. Like, as, a, as long as my gas mask isn't broken, we're good to go. And then, and then that's kind of it. And so I think to cut sort of up the ante, to raise the stakes a little bit, the, the tendrils was a very, very clever choice in that design. Um, the choices in some storyline, I think, were necessary sins in order for the story to make sense the way that it did. Um, there's also some stuff that... People think are changes that are actually just deeper levels of lore that were not explained in the story. Uh, So things like the virus uh, being spread through flower um, is something that they don't talk about in the game that they do talk about in the show. Um, I mean, they mention it in the game, but it's not really talked about in the game the way that they do it in the show. Um, Backstories between
1: was that episode three. Like uh, that relationship between Bill and Frank.
2: Yes uh, that that is, is was that was yeah, specified. That was most definitely a change, especially the ending result of that um, was definitely a change in how that goes about. But the the cool thing, the thing that I felt was the coolest about this show, is that you were able to sort of plug in what Neil Druckmann had put into this story with the help of Craig and used it to sort of lore build what we knew from the game. So even though there were changes, there were still gaps in the game that aren't explained as backstory. So backstory with... Bill and Frank, backstory with Sam and Henry, backstory between Joel and and Sarah, backstory between Tommy and Joel. Like there's there's lots of backstory between individual character relationships that are in the show that they never talk about in the games. And because it's now present in the show and Neil Druckmann himself is sort of steering that ship in that direction, it's canon. And so you can canonize that in your head and say, okay, well, even though these are different changes, these are different than what I experienced in the game. So to speak, everything else besides that change specifically. So episode three's end result Mm. is very drastically different from the video game where in the game, and I'm sorry, I'm going to spoil the game. I'm not going to spoil the show, but in the game, because you haven't played it after fucking a decade, you're fucking up Uh, (laughs) uh, in the game. The, the the difference is that Frank uh, leaves and that, that end result there doesn't happen in the same sweet, beautiful way that episode three does in the show, um, where everything else that leads up to that in episode three, none of that's explained at all in the game. So you can just say oh right. shit. So everything that happens in this episode leading up to what I experienced with Bill in the video game can all just be canon in my own head. And like and that's that was something that was very beautiful in my in my own opinion about the show in a sense of like you like this show did things for people that have played the game. And for people that have not played the game that wanted that have a solo experience with the last of a storyline and the changes were a necessary sin in order for it for this story to serve both parties in that sense. And I don't think that there was any clean, perfect way they could have done what they did without either bloating the story too much and making things convoluted or not fan servicing enough. And if there's anything this show does well, it is fan servicing. And if, and if you don't feel... It is fan servicing. With such fucking grace. And if you don't feel that the show wasn't fan servicing, you probably aren't a fan. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I'm sorry. Like, like, and and uh, I wish it wasn't fucking so, I guess. Because like I've seen a good handful of people that are like, oh my God, this show's atrocious. And I'm like, did you not... Play the fucking game because the show is not that different from the game. It's not. And it's, I'm
1: not talking about the story.
2: It's the
1: ex- and you, like they just don't like the story. That's it, like, exactly. It's, yeah, just it's, it's, it's the like same the story. beautiful story.
2: It's the same experience that you get out of the game. The only difference is that there's not just a bunch of fucking zombies chasing people. And if you want
1: that, yeah, go watch. Yeah.
0: There's substance. Yeah, just be- there's, just yeah.
1: because you struggled <laughs> on a level where you couldn't get out because you sucked doesn't mean we have well, to dredge through a I'm, TV show full of that. Well, I'm okay? sorry. Like, I'm sorry is-
2: that there's so many, like, and, th- and this is the thing that disappoints me about zombie content fans a lot of times, right? They're not in it because the stories behind surviving a zombie apocalypse are interesting. They're in it because they have this weird fucking gore fantasy about watching people get slaughtered by zombies and having to survive that. Both, in and of their own, are interesting. One of those things is not as interesting as the other. <laughs> and so Correct. these people that are just highly disappointed by the show, strictly because it didn't have enough zombies, are I cannot believe not even that a there's zombie people story. this it's fucking even... dent. It's not a zombie story. This the story of The Last of Us was never a zombie story. It was a story about survivors was, that just so yeah. happened to have an obstacle in front of them. Now that obstacle
1: was zombies and other people. <laughs> like, that's Even what the last of the show. About if it was a, if, it, if it was about zombies, dude, they wouldn't make it past twenty years of people just surviving, dude. It's it, what are you what are you talking about? We, then we would start from ground zero, like just how the Walking Dead fucking did. Didn't fucking like this is where we're at, and then we're gonna yeah. Rest those motherfuckers
0: literally started over. These guys were at least they they were to make packed work. This was a. Post like this was a an apocalyptic event. It was a pandemic. (laughs) Like (laughs) who would have thought, right? I know, know, wild, (laughs) right? Like and it impacted the entire world. And like the fucking title should tell you that this is like like a perfect example and i'm going to use another zombie video game one that came out last year dying light 2 that title paints a picture you're like you're that's that is not a human story it's about fucking scary dying light zombie shit yep. the last of us literally tells you in the title that this is going to be a tale about the survivors not the zombies like this is about the individual this is an individual tale so i'm really uh or no i'm i'm really grateful to hear that it's. it sounds like they found a pretty good balance between uh with those changes and did it with some grace dj i noticed you had your hand up a little bit ago do you still have that comment
1: uh fuck i lost i think it was or when one was talking about uh something and I, i had a comment about it Oh! Oh! Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the game in and of itself is fucking brutal. Like we kill motherfuckers in that game. It's brutal. What it is fucking insane. And I'm glad. I, I want to say it, I'm glad the show doesn't hold back from its that from that brutality, because you see it in some of these episodes where you're like, oh, that's fucked up shit. hey, I died, fucked
2: up. I mean, one of the interesting things that happened uh, in my experience of the show, too, uh, is the Sam and Henry storyline. I, for a moment there, did not think they were going to do it. The final moments of the Sam and Henry story arc. um, I did not think they were going to do that because everything leading up to Sam and Henry's final finale of their character arc with Joel and Ellie um, is completely different from the game. Um, Like completely mm. different. They they actually mash up two separate different sections of the video game together, Kansas City and Pittsburgh, and they put them into one sort of like individual storyline here for us to experience in, you know, an episode and a half, basically. And uh, I was like, there's no way there's no way they're going to fucking give us the ending that they do from the video game, because that's a fucked up ending. It's a super fucked up ending. And they did it. And I was like, yeah, "Oh shit! Oh shit!" Yeah, and like, I and I didn't realize until they get to the hotel. And I was like, "Oh no!" And I'm like looking at my girlfriend, like, ha- "Oh god, she's gonna see." <laughs> she, she, oh, yeah, she, like, He's gonna see. He's gonna see. He's gonna see. Oh, emotional nuke is about to drop.
1: An emotional nuke is about to drop, Yes. Yeah, that it was about see, to crazy.
0: Which is what's really great about this show. Uh, because like we've we've mentioned it a couple times. We've all mentioned like how human this show is. Uh, and that's not always fucking pretty. Uh, and no. they do a really good job showing the depravity of humankind, uh, of Episode which eight, there eight. is limitless fucking potential. Uh, and they they show that in a lot of different ways in a lot of different moments. Uh, there's some really from, through characters and stuff that you don't think would expect to make those sorts of choices or be those sorts of people
2: uh, or no. So uh, to kind of wrap up my, my thoughts on this too, uh, to sort of in reply to what DJ's saying, as far as the, uh, the story of the last was being so brutal the it's interesting too, because the first game is not, is is more of a story about the relationship of Joel and Ellie, right? And that's like, it, it. it's about grief. It's about loss. It's about living with your grief and how to come to terms with that. And then it is about making a decision based on that grief, right? And we see that in the final episode, which I'm sure we will kind of loosely talk about here in a bit. But the final episode is very much a wrapping up of this you know, these characters have been grieving for a long time. What choices will they make based on that grief? The interesting part is that The Last of Us Part 2 is the one that is about revenge and violence and when, when and how you will act out of rage because of loss. Um, so my point in being, this isn't even the most brutal of things are going to get. Because The Last of Us Part 2 is infinitely more fucked up than The Last of Us Part 1. And I hope you guys, if you weren't ready for this first season of The Last of Us, emotionally speaking, you're not going to be ready for Part 2, let alone Season 2, generally speaking.
1: And I I do like to say, uh, before, uh, for those who've never played the game, um, and have only watched this first season, uh, I would like to remind you that Last of Us isn't a Joel and Ellie story. It is just Ellie. Ellie is the main character. Yes. Uh, before we get into season two, because I know what happens because I I yes. didn't care for playing the second part. No, no, for but, sure.
2: And and I mean, and they yeah. I think they they perfectly predispose that as we kind of move into the finale of this season, right? Which I guess mm-hmm. we can probably talk about here. And I suppose you know, I'm sure if Garrett did not have the question here, I have the question without any spoilers are you guys pro Joel or not pro Joel in the sense of the decision that was made in the finale?
0: Excellent. I'm really glad that you
2: had that. You're, I was going to ask it this. Is perfect. Question. I like it. I'm <laughs> <a> the <little laughs> same, same way, baby. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, let's, let's, let's go through it. Garrick. What what do you think?
0: Hell yeah. Um, I, I personally, yeah, I'm pro Joel. I would have, I believe that, given the circumstances of the world that they live in from the perspective that the world doesn't give a shit about them. Why in the fuck should they give a shit about the world, knowing that they only have that knowing for a fact that they do have themselves right here, right now, and that is within their control one hundred percent
1: yes that'd be the call i'd make okay Mm. i like it dj what about you so so when we're answering this question are we putting ourselves uh within joel or are we just like what we're observing from joel's decision i i mean
2: i guess that that is the substance of the question right like do you do you take the side of joel and sit yourself in his shoes or do you look at this from a worldly perspective of he should have made a different choice.
1: Um knowing what I know, uh he didn't have to do that one thing he did. Um probably didn't need to do that, but like <laughs> you didn't do
0: that. The thing. overarching choice, yes. How he enacted that choice.
2: <laughs> a little rough the, around the edges, but you know <laughs> Yeah, a little impulsive. Yeah.
1: yeah, well, it was just the the one the, the one, one person, the one that guy we won't get too much into that guy was pretty important but uh <laughs> yeah um yeah but I, I I would say um even even though I'm not a, a, a father or I don't I don't have anyone that I take care of personally like that um I think I would if I was putting myself in Joel's shoes I would probably make the same decision but I would think about it a lot more and in that case he probably didn't have time to think about it you um, didn't, but he I would think not, about yeah. it a lot. I'd weigh my options a ton, um, because uh, of you know, if, if I was spending my time with someone that I, I've for a whole year, um, and that has become my new purpose of living, uh, I would do anything that I can to protect that. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't care because I would at that point, at that point in in the world, uh, we're twenty years out from the initial like pandemic outbreak at this point, you know, you just got to live with what is there. Like, even if, even if you, you, did let it go through, what happens next is so unknown. And there is no way you get back to 20 years ago. There's no way. Yeah. And, and it literally it's say, literally impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Who's and who's to say, that that choice could be distributed across the world and th- it would take an even equal amount of time, even more so to like bring it back to something uh, at least like, semi-decent or semi-close to what it was. And even then, that's not a guarantee. So uh, I would still be like, yeah, it's more like a 90-10 split like yeah but i still think about the 10 percent. yeah yeah see (laughs) dude
0: the thing is i was like (laughs) like, you mentioned how you would have like weighed out your choices to the best of your ability i bet Mm -hmm. i probably would have with the exception of i think one maybe two things i would have i think i probably would have enacted almost the same way like that's, oh yeah no
2: uh those like, like you, you have to. two things no i think it would have been
0: two things differently <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> i i love i love that we're asking this question so i i want to make this very clear for anyone that has watched the show um and has not played the game maybe even for some people that have played the game um joel is the bad guy i hope that is understood world he, wildly he, he's across not a good guy. everybody
1: he's, he's he, not a good guy but uh yeah he's not a good guy he, i wouldn't it, say he's it, a bad guy i'm, I'm not by, by any
2: means i'm not saying he's the antagonist of the story he's not but he's not he is the bad guy of this entire situation like it needs to that needs to be understood like he he was never oh yeah, yeah. the good guy in any of the story like if you think about how he picks up Ellie, how he gets crossed into that entirely, how he has to handle things in order to survive out in the wild, how he's had to handle himself for the past 20 years, the decision he makes leading up to the whole finale of the episode, the decision he has to make with Ellie after the episode. Joel's not the good guy. He's not.
1: It's not a hero's welcome for him.
2: Correct. I I wanted to
1: preface
2: with that statement. What I will also now say is that, as Garrick mentioned earlier, this entire story sits in this moral gray area, and that's why the story of The Last of Us is so intriguing and beautifully done, because everything is ambiguous like nobody's mm-hmm. right or wrong in these stories everyone's literally just trying to survive except for david fuck david <laughs> fuck david, <laughs> you like david. honestly just
0: just that guy's about gross. everybody else in that show you could justify <laughs> their
2: actions one way or another hundred percent hundred percent guy whoever acts as that guy
1: dude oh he my that. god you god. hate him, him. Hate him. He every <laughs> time i see that man's face dude yo I david fuck you <laughs> out in public he's like, he's just like having a coffee he's just dude, like chilling character
2: was pretty was pretty fucking triggering for me i did not like dude he he and he did a good job too because david in the game is fucking skeezy shit and like and they did such a good job of making this david in the show feel like skeezy creepier, but he's like low-key skeezy where it doesn't come in right away it, like, builds in, and then and then the thing happens, and you're like, and then you're oh, like, fuck uh, you, dude. Fuck you. You're gross, man. Anyways, I wanted to preface with that because I personally would have also done what Joel did myself to. Um, not just as a father. That's mostly my fuel behind it because I would be fucking damned if, if they tried to do to Ellie what they try or tried to do to my daughter what they tried to do to Ellie without any of the um i don't know fucking bodily autonomy that <laughs> that the world used to have in this universe i don't know why the fuck they were like, they were like oh well we just let it happen she's not afraid or anything it's like did you ask her did you fucking ask is <laughs> that part just slid right over your guys's fucking heads um dude but- yeah but I think, actually, the the best point that I heard, and it's shocking after all these years, that the best take that I had was actually from Maryland. She was she was like, uh, there's just no way to know. Like, even if, like D.J. No like was saying, like even if they do go through with it, you don't know what the end result's going to be. There's no promise there. So Joel took mm-hmm. the route of the promise. Ellie will be here.
0: A hundred Yeah. And he and- chose to control what he could...
2: Save who you can save. Now, granted, I understand yeah. too, Joel spends a majority of this fucking story tying himself in cognitive knots the entire fucking time. He has no clue what the fuck he's doing.
1: But. Oh, no, no. Mental gymnastics no, for neither this fucking guy. of us, guy of from us would know either. All fucking and day he, long. But Yeah, and none of us would know either. I think that's why it's so beautiful because like, exactly. you can replace yourself with Joel and be exactly. like. Exactly. I don't even really know what to do either. I wouldn't even you're make like, it this far. I'd kill myself. What would you do? Nothing. <laughs> I'm gone. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. So, so uh, Garrett I ate bread that morning and I'm gone. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: Garrick, final question, my friend. I think we can tie things off here. Absolutely.
0: Um, I really just had uh, one one small question this this one will be one we can kind of breeze through real quickly here. Uh keeping it spoiler free of course, uh just real quickly, uh spout off what your favorite
2: episode was. 3 3 hands down. Hands fucking down. No questions asked. Now every single other episode of the season is like this Fucking just the a fucking pubic hair away from being just as much of a favorite. But episode three is is okay. oh my god. They could have okay. made a so movie. They, okay. I think, we all I think we're
0: all gonna unanimously pick three is the best episode. So for the sake of having a conversation, unanimous Unanimous
2: Unanimous
0: episode of the season, it really just is. But uh, what was your second episode of
1: television? Episode? Yeah. It was a second favorite.
2: I'm going to say left behind. Oh, okay. yeah, okay. I'm going to say left behind because I I like that it was so dauntingly placed in this section of oh shit, like that's happening in the story because they use it as like a flashback to sort of explain Ellie's going to have to do something that her survival mechanics are going to have to kick in. And this is where that survival mechanic comes from, right? This is, this is not her first time handling loss. And Left Behind is a perfect culmination of displaying to us humanity in the midst of something horrible that can happen to you and still having to live through that. To find yourself on the other side of that happening, um, left behind is obviously another beautiful centerpiece of of the human relationship. But I also think that its displacement in the story was in its benefit um, more than it was to its detriment. I I think I think that it was very purposeful, and because of such, it actually gave it more ante to sort of explain ellie and her backstory and why she is the way that she is and it also perfectly fit where it was at, as a placeholder for the dlc to the game there was no other way they were going to be able to fit the dlc from the game besides it being a flashback that ellie is experiencing in a moment of fuck i have to make a decision because you guys remember she's going for yeah, the door at the handle same time, she's And she stops, and then she's remembering this happening, and then at the end of all that happening, she opens the door and continues on, right? And so it's Mm -hmm. her having this moment right in the midst of, like, fuck, I don't know what to do, and remembering another time in which she did not know what to do. And now it takes us back to this current moment where she says, I'm not going to be that again. I'm not going to be helpless again, Never again am I going to allow myself to feel the way that I did back then when I lost the last person that I loved. I'm not letting it happen again. And fucking how beautiful is that? You know what I mean? Yes. Left behind to my answer.
0: Oh, yeah. Good answer. Good answer. DJ?
1: Uh, I think episode five, Endure and Survive. Mm, uh, good that episode. Is,
2: good episode. That is
1: – if, if you had – besides episode three if you had to um, give someone like a snippet or like just one episode for them to watch from the show to get them hooked that is that episode I think for me because it has everything you want uh everyone everything that any everything that everyone wanted from the show yes um you you have that the you have the Sam and Henry and then like you have the the uh, that that group in the Kansas City that that's honey you down there's there's the infected at the end and then the the brutal human interaction at the end that kind of seals up that whole episode and it makes you realize like yeah it's going to be fucked up because there are no rules there's no the conventions of regular society that we have are out the window. It's been out the window for 20 years. So and and like seeing some of this shit, like um in episode five, we had that the crater, right? And then you see the swarm come in of infected. You see them grab this one guy. This it is stuck stuck in my mind. You see this them like four of them grab this one dude. It's just an extra. And he has the his assault rifle, like right here, and he's screaming, and then he pulls the trigger because he doesn't want to get infected. That shit was crazy to me. Yeah. And then, like, there's some other brutal. Great background there, but, detail, like, by the way, like, yeah, like mixed yeah, in, like that whole would be the human thing. call. Yeah. And and, and you know, because like I I was shocked because like it, it keeps it human. The show keeps it so human. Uh, to the to that point to that T. um. But I see ya. Yeah, Endurance survive is probably the second best episode next to episode three. But the
2: the fucking it. moment where she yeah. she writes, I'm so sorry on the board. Fuck me, man. Mm. Fuck me, dude. When she, I, it, I don't know oh. if she
1: wrote that. Did she write that? Or, or did she
2: did she? She uh, she, she wrote it. it, yeah. She picks it up, she writes it and then puts it down on, on his mm, okay. thing. because uh, like, mm-hmm. either way, it's sad either yeah (laughs) i was like fuck me dude like i can't can't handle this shit after after what we just saw jesus christ dude anyways garrick Garrick, what about you what's your second favorite episode Uh, damn hard to pick actually but i i do think
0: i actually really really liked episode two infected oh um, interesting yeah. i like it. i okay. really really like this like i loved all the episodes all of them um that was but my second like, choice yeah this episode was the perfect springboard for like the trajectory of like the This is not going to go as planned. Like, (laughs) everything that they think they're going to go through and the plan that they're going to work through to get from point A to point B, fuck all that. Toss it out the window. Throw it in the garbage. Light it on fire. Explode it. Disintegrate it. Toss it out because it's done. Because this shit goes so fucking hard left. So fast. Yeah and it sets and it sets the pace for the remainder of the show uh and in all of its in all of its tragedy um like i felt like episode 1 was truly uh it, like it was an it was like that necessary we got to set things up episode right yes. like it it it, yeah. it just feels like that strong but it was foundationally good but the way they established this with once again you know doing the other doing once again another flashback right a cold and open. giving it yeah, a, a cold like, open that cold Ooh. open fucked me up like the damn that cold open really hits hard especially after the cold open of the second of the of the first episode like wow mm. uh, and like it it was a great follow up uh, and i really really enjoyed the finale of this episode like the peak of the climax of this episode uh, because i found myself really 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 liking tess as a character really liking tess as a character dude anna Torf, so I,
2: from fringe and mine honor you fucking kidding me she slayed as tess played it Kills oh my it. god Rubs dude anna uh, yeah, because I uh, because I am
0: a fan of her from French, which I actually talk about on our shows. that shouldn't have been canceled episode. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Which you can watch on uh, so, YouTube.com. We, so That's
2: good cracking. Show. Yeah, you motherfucking
0: can There you go. There you go I you. Point. I you. Uh, but yeah, I, I, this was just a perfect springboard episode. And it established everything to come in its severity so well. And um, also clickers are Fucking terrifying, man. Scary, bro. Holy shit.
2: Goddamn. What a show, dude. What a show, gentlemen. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? What a yeah. Show. So, our last, so yeah. our last thoughts here. Um, ratings, and should people watch it? Yeah?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So,
2: right. DJ,
0: should the people at home watch this show and your official rating?
1: Dude, if you don't watch this fucking show... There's something wrong with I'm gonna you. I'm going fucking get I'm you. I'm sorry. It's going to happen. I'm going to fucking get yeah, you. Yeah, dude. <laughs> okay, like, okay. And I don't want to be mean about that, actually, because this is genuinely one of the best, the best show I have seen. Like, not just video game adaptation. It is the best show. Writing, cinematography, the acting, dialogue, everything about it. And even if you played the games, like the fan service, right? Everything about it is so solid and so sound. And you're so immersed into this story. It's just like you're in the fucking writing room with Neil Druckmann and Craig Mazin together as they're 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 fucking pitching this to you. And you're just eating that shit up, right? You're, they're serving it on a hot fucking plate. And it is delicious. It is the best food you'll ever taste in your fucking life. And you will remember it to the day you fucking die. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. This gets a fucking 10. It, it doesn't go lower. Even at its worst, it is the best show. I, hear me again. Even at its worst, it is better than any show that you will ever watch. Point Gosh. blank period. Oh, yeah.
2: Goddamn. Goddamn. Oh
1: yeah. Or uh,
2: now. So... I want to point out my boo in chat. Uh, clickers are Aquarius, and I won't explain any further. <laughs> but also says, uh, and this is a hundred percent true, uh, y'all. I fucking hate with a capital eight uh, zombies, uh, but okay. this show it's so good. So Marilyn actually absolutely cannot. Fucking sit through any zombie content cannot. But, snoozer. Uh. But this, but this show was. Oh, like, I love zombie was content. It, was it no, I know, and me too, hundred percent. I was like, damn, what a bummer. Like, well, okay, we'll try. I know what I'm getting. And so I told her I was like, let's watch the first episode. And if you're not sold by the end of the first episode, I'll just I'll I'll finish it on my own. Not a huge deal. Not not a bummer. Okay, cool. We did it, and we were. S- it's sold
1: <laughs> absolutely yeah. fucking oh, grace all the way through is the one of the best like foundation like foundational episodes period like nothing will hook percent, you dude. even more hundred percent. thank so, god they weren't hampered by runtime Yeah, i mean listen yeah, that's like usually usually with shows it's like oh wait till the third episode which is true with this one but like literally it's like <laughs> the third episode is the kind of like you have to watch three to get in but if you just watch the first episode and you're hooked, like you will be hooked. Yes. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. So with with that said, um
2: and <laughs> and I, just, I look forward to Sundays and want to play it now, even though I'll be shit in my pants. We'll we'll play it, babe. I'll play it with you. It's okay. Um so uh with that said, yes, uh, if you have not watched the show yet, it would behoove you to do so. Um, like, I, I feel like my life is better lived now that I have, expl- <laughs> have experienced this fucking television show. Um, and, we, and we are not exaggerating here in the sense that this show will blow your fucking mind. Um, it is compelling. It is heartfelt. It is beautiful. It is everything that you could possibly want out of a good narrative, out of a good story, out of a good tale about humans trying to fucking survive. There's everything you could possibly want out of a good story. Absolutely, you need to watch the show. This is the most 10 out of 10 I could possibly fucking give somebody. (laughs) And any piece of fucking content, this is the highest of high 10s I could possibly fucking give. Yes, watch this goddamn show. Garrick, go, go. (laughs) Dude, uh, you're a...
0: I, you're a fucking fool. I'll, i did you doesn't want to be mean about it. I fucking will. You're a fucking fool if you haven't watched this show. God Like it, Goddamn. Like uh, I please I beg you. Like I like this is me. I'm literally going to get on my <laughs> knees. He's on his knees. Go watch show. <laughs> the last of us. Like please, at, at the very least. Do yourself the cinematic favor of (laughs) tuning into the first season before the second season airs. You do not want to miss this. I, 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 I literally, I, I, I want to go watch this again i already want to go like, watch this again i'm going to go watch it right because I, yeah watch because i know i i know i'm never going to get that it's like like i w- it's that i wish i could replay this for the first time i wish i could watch this so i now yeah. it's going to be my job to bring everybody around me that hasn't seen this into my living room so i can live vicariously through them over and over and over again until everybody in my life has seen this show. This is a ten out of ten. Unanimous. Unanimous
2: Unanimous. 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 <laughs> jo- yeah. What a fucking show, boys. God damn, it feels good. hmm mm. Yeah, I mm-hmm. loved it. Mm-hmm.
0: Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. And even with my one little complaint about like some pasting, like it doesn't make it not a ten out of ten. Period. It is still Period. period it's so good it's so good it's so, it's
2: so like said, good so even if the giraffe worse, it is the best was real mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. even even with the moments it's like uh, still so good it makes up for all of it right like
0: right, like, 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 like it's it's version of uh, it's
1: like a nine five still you're like there are some lines in this that as soon as they're delivered, you are about to ball, dude. Oh, dude. It, there's some some lines. Oh the my. The save God. who you can
0: save thing will stick with me for literally forever. Like Wait, that which was one, one of which those. One? Save who you can save. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, I really, dude. I really. I'm all about fucking team motherfucking tests over here. Uh, but like, uh, but the, the, yeah, there were some. Powerful quotes in this show, oh, DJ. Dog, like you, for real. You don't like, know what loss is. Around.
2: That fucking <laughs> like, moment, just... man. That moment they did almost completely line for line from the video game. That that moment between Ellie and Joel. You don't you don't know what loss is. Oh my mm-hmm. god. The only thing he didn't say is you're you're treading on mighty thin water here. <laughs> like or mighty thin ice. Yeah. Like it's it's oh my god, they fucking nail it with the dialogue in the show. Oh. Watch watch yeah. The show. Watch, this show. watch this goddamn show. Watch this goddamn show.
0: Well This has been our review of The Last of Us Season 1. And before we capstone off our evening here, we're going to tell you what we have coming up for the rest of the week while we check out our schedule. Tomorrow at 7 p.m. West Coast, Best Coast time. We have another episode of DJ's Doubloons, where he is t- playing Guilty Gear Strive tomorrow. Uh, uh, well,
1: yeah. Hell yeah, man! I don't my, think my uh, first we do foray into a 2D fighter in a while, man. It, it's... Excellent. We actually we don't play a lot of fighters on here,
0: so uh, I think this should get to... yeah. It would be refreshing.
1: Yeah. When DJ I, mentioned it, I, I was like you you know know what? the whole time.
2: I like that. That's a good idea. That's, that's a good yeah,
0: idea. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. And on Thursday, also 7 p.m., we are having yet another episode of the Shipwreck Show that will be hosted and recorded live right here on Twitch.tv, but we're doing things a little bit differently that night. That is our sub-only chat where you can come in, participate, be a part of the show, and where we BS all sorts of fun things and answer listener questions from y'all at home. Friday we have another splash damage and I'm pretty stoked for this one because we are going to be playing Valheim. Uh Let's also go. Valheim is a 10 player game. You can have 10 people in a world so uh let's fill that bad boy up let's get some dude, people on valheim dude, do this i friday. need
2: do i need to play for like a little bit before i like dive in on friday <laughs> I try I play this for uh, a while you might want to you might
0: want to but i've played a little bit so i could direct like the first hour or two of the game
1: okay all right yeah all right. they've expanded since then and, and it's, it is but a it's lot also one of
0: those games that it's kind of funny to watch people flounder
2: yeah Right, right.
0: It's a, it's a survival game. Uh but anyway, so we're gonna playing some Valheim. Yeah, it's a fucking, yeah. it's a great, great game. And then on Saturday at twelve PM West Coast, Best Coast time, we have another episode of the Good Kraken Podcast. And we will be discussing the topic of can the last of us save game two film adaptations all right it. y'all please but yeah i think it's already done it but we're gonna have a deeper conversation we're have of it on yeah, saturday right so please please let us know at home how you all feel about the last of us season one in the comments below of our video please 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 please, please let's have a conversation around this masterful masterful television show as we are all looking forward to Season 2, because this has been the Good Kraken Podcast, your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news, reviews, and discussions that you You. wanted to hear live every Tuesday at 7pm and Saturday at 12pm right here at twitch.tv forward slash Good Kraken Show. If you enjoyed the show, you can head over to our Discord channel, where you can submit questions and topics to the show, get exclusive elusive posto content and have early access to episodes before they go live on podcasts and video services <laughs> across the digital sea. Yeah.
2: Yeah. show <laughs> content. <laughs>
0: you can also support us by going to our YouTube channel, clicking that beautiful bell and big red right button, mm-hmm. or by subscribing to our podcast channel by switching Good Cracking." an exclamation point and leaving a review there. Five stars only. Mm. But until next time, y'all, be sure to save who you can save.
2: Goddamn. What a show. But
0: alright.